Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Homo Sapiens Extra. My name's Christopher Sweeney. My name's Wilhelm Jung. This is what happens on this. There's a wormhole of the week. We meet the listener. We read out the reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we read out emails from our listeners. And Chris and I have a little bit of jovial banter along the way. Welcome to Homo Sapiens Extra. William, you've got a shawl on there. I like it. I've put on my blanket that our friend Susan Hildebrandt bought me. So it's obviously cashmere. Yeah, it's cashmere with uh, various uh, degrees of grey because she's Danish, so they only ever have grey. Everything black. is chic and grey. Yeah. Are you aware of the term the slanket? Is that when you wear something, a blanket that's got sleeves? Yeah, and it's like a sort of onesie type situation. I'm going to describe it as a slippery slope. It is. Because you wear it indoors and then, then suddenly you're standing in the queue at the coffee shop in your slanket <laughs> thinking, I don't care what the fucking world thinks of me. <laughs> William... Pop on those espadrilles of yours. Let's take a stroll through the garden of emails. We've had a really interesting email from Fred. He says he's a gay doctor who lives in North London. And I binge listened to all your podcasts a couple of weeks ago. You two are great. Dick. I work in a gender identity clinic and also with people who are socially excluded because of severe psychological problems and addictions. Johan Hari was on point with loads of stuff last week, but it's not just about losing connection, it's worse than that. Because of bad experiences in childhood, some people lose all trust. Believing in them, listening to them and treating them kindly and not judging them creates trust and opens a door. What I do in my work and I think what you guys start to achieve in your podcasts. I'd love to talk about how, for me, having an unusual personality type was as confusing as being gay how I met my husband to be on a train and achieved happiness by not keeping to the rules and why having a personality disorder is the most socially excluding mental health problem there is but it's never your fault p.s cake is good thanks for getting in touch that's really I feel like he's got a lot to say Mm. I want to know how they met on a train was he being served a sandwich at the time it's always the buffet car I'll have the cheese sandwich and raise you an engagement ring I'll just be needing some pickle with that (laughs) um (laughs) Have you got any scotch eggs? <laughs> you can no, make anything do. sound like weirdly yeah. double entendre. I'll have a packet of quivers. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cheese panini. <laughs> <piece>. <laughs> 
Bella has been in touch. Hi, guys. Didn't think I'd ever write as it's just not something I do. But I love the podcast. Just listened to the Johan Hari episode and I thought it was wonderful. Such a radical idea told so simply. I think communes might become real life options again for many of us looking for ways to feel part of a community and are possibly one way for millennials to feel part of a society in a way that we're not often allowed to, particularly in terms of the housing market and deeper intergenerational divide. Can I tell you how long I would last in a commune? I can tell you. 33 seconds. Yeah. Because the wood basket would be placed in the wrong mm, corner. Totally. I also don't like authority and I think it's quite tyrannical. Yes, it's reminding me of the beach with Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Um, I don't want to live in a commune because I would just <sighs> want my own time. In some ways you do live in a commune. It's just you and dogs though. <laughs> That's true. We need a radical rethink of this sewage system. Lola has stuck to her schedule of doing the compost. That's for sure. Georgia has been in touch and she's got an idea. <laughs> slightly left field I've just finished listening to this week's episode with Johan Hari it was amazing he's bright and his theory got me thinking your podcast has created such community what about organising a homo sapiens party a recurring theme in your interviews is the topic of mental health and all your guests are so brave for speaking so honestly about their own mental health I have myself an anxiety disorder so what is it bring bring a bottle bring, bring a your anxiety ring. disorder in the party bag you get a new anxiety disorder <laughs> or some diazepam and some bark remedy <laughs> some Bucks rescue remedy that could be the cocktail uh we have spoken occasionally haven't we about various little coming togethers of people through our homo sapiens mm. well our facebook group is still there slight snafu on the facebook group is that i had to give people a tick to let them join so there was about 18 people waiting to join i have now ticked you all please chat amongst yourselves well help done. yourself to drinks they're that. over in the corner nibbles will be coming through oh and it's one in one out Glyn has been in touch, which is great, 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 saying that we were talking about how to meet other people. And he said, I'm 59. I came out last year. I've been trying to find new friends. I would endorse Grinder. It's a bit like panning for gold. There's a lot of sifting to do, but you meet some great people. Best for me, though, is meetup.com, an IRL phenomenon in real life. Hit the LGBTQ button and you'll find loads of gay interest activity groups, which is quite cool. That's, mm. Thank you for getting in touch. See, this is what it's all about, listeners. Hearing what other listeners have to say and then writing in. We are merely dinner party hosts for other people to chat at. I think we Go should on. have a Homo sapiens dating website. Like Guardian Soulmates. And, oh my God, the brain's, ticking, the brain's ticking, the brain's ticking. Blind date. LGBT blind date. Da-da, da-da, and here's our Sweeney with a quick reminder. There is one more email from Mark. He just wanted to say thank you. Your honesty about mental health, gay life, making mistakes and basically everything is so refreshing and it's made me think really differently. Think this week about addiction, depression and trauma and weight has made me really think as someone who struggles with his weight and might not have had the easiest time as a teen. I've had a gastric balloon fitted, lost three stone and have joined CrossFit but I maybe need to look deeper at the root as to why I overeat and so I'm seeking therapy on food as some of the things you discuss in the way you do just makes me think differently and it's amazing. So thank you. Wow. Well done, Amazing. Mark. Also, can't wait to see Strictly Ballroom. It was a fave film and I've been a big fan of Will since day one. If you've come to see it already, Chris has absolutely no idea it's going on. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Chris or as just... someone said in the pub, apparently, after they'd seen the show, they heard someone say, Will Young was good in it. And the other person went, is he in the show? Really? Yeah, and they'd watched the entire show. Which Did just Robin goes Young to show what a chameleon I am with my acting capabilities. We've got our final Meet the Listener, haven't we? 
We have, and it's a really good one because uh, we're talking all about sport, really, LGBT and sport, which is can be a bit of an inaccessible area for some people, no? Yes, yeah, so Alex emailed in because he listened to me talking about gay rugby and he has played in a gay rugby team and now is a rower for a gay rowing squad, although very op- open for everyone, I think. So he met, emailed in and we thought, well, let's... Let's meet the bastard and see what he's got to say. <laughs> what would you like to drink? We've got some Smirnoff cider with mandarin and pink grapefruit. Smirnoff vodka, triple distilled. Half empty. Give it to me, Chris. Yeah, I'll try this one. Lovely. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I've never been in an all-gay male sports team. So can I tell you what I would be nervous about? Yeah. I'd be nervous about the showers. Can I tell you why? Because I've never been, I've played a lot of sport in my, some people would say I could have been an Olympian. Um, But I leave that to them. Could have been pro. So when I played rugby, I did feel slightly different from others because I fancied men. I don't have to worry that everyone was looking at you as such. From doing the rugby, that's like proper rugby changing rooms, you know, all, you know, everyone just in the showers. And I was quite nervous about that to begin with. But then you kind of, no one gives a shit you kind of quite quickly stop giving a shit yourself, I think. Mm. I would hope that it would become adult, right? It's not, it's not, this is probably too strong a word, but it's not predatory. I have never felt that at all. I certainly know more than you ever do when you go into a gym in Soho. Oh, okay. Do you know well, what I mean? It's a very predatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But did anyone ever like have relationships in the team and stuff? Uh, yes. A lot. And people but got off with each other a lot. And stuff. Yeah, not in the showers. But, but why was then the shower bit not sexual? Do you know, I probably there's a lot of people that kind of have exactly the same kind of concern and worry. And I think it's that slight eyes up sort of, you know, don't yes. sort of, you know, like you do when you're at the urinal, you kind of just like, right, look straight ahead. Listen, I'm sure everyone, you know, catches Hello. glances and you have, as you kind of, as guys do anyway. So I don't think it's anything different. I'm really. always staring at Chris. Well, exactly. I am now. He doesn't. <laughs> he is. In the league, do you play a mixture of gay, straight clubs? Doesn't so matter. In the rugby? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the first and second team play in the Essex League. So that's, com- that's playing sort of conventional clubs. And, and would they ever get come across any... Do you know what? Not, I think, I mean, especially in rugby, you know, there's the jokes, but there's, there's not really that much homophobia there. And I think the only time that if there was ever a player that said something they were kind of jumped on more by their own teammates than the other team. And, and also, the team is pretty good, and so they were winning. So there's nothing worse than probably slagging off guys for being gay and then being beaten by them, yes. do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, and how was coming out, and how, was, how did you handle knowing that you were gay when you did know? I never had a massive issue with it, I don't think. When I was younger and at school, I think I um, parked the issue a bit. I knew, but I kind of don't think I'd accepted it myself. But it's hard dealing with it in a way. But I, n- I didn't have any kind of horror stories at all. I kind of thought it was going to be terrible. My friends and family would abandon me. And of course, none of those things happened. And it was all absolutely fine. Did you feel it made you shy away from things like sport, though? <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what? I think... Uh, <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's nothing to do with the smell. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, I think sometimes when you're at school and you're gay and even if you kind of haven't really dealt with that stuff you kind of know you're a bit different and that you don't quite fit into that sort of macho sort of world and I think as a result you possibly try and steer clear from some of that stuff to try and not expose yourself because I think if you did do sports at school then you know the chances of being exposed for 
being a bit camp or saying things was probably more than if you didn't. So I think that that's probably why people steer a bit clear. And that's not, you know, it's not the case for everyone, but I think it probably was for me. And you um, went from, did you go from playing rugby to then rowing? I loved the rugby team because it was, you know, it was a group of plenty gay guys. It was, you're able to join having never played rugby before. So then when I left the rugby, I kind of felt there was a bit of a hole there. There's also like a boyfriend shaped hole over there as well. So I kind of was looking for something to do and I, and I, I you kind of like, right, what can I do? I was never very sporty as a kid. Mm. And then someone had mentioned there was a gay rowing team. Went along and it was a lot of fun. And what does doing sport give you, for any LGBT people listening, what do you think it gives you that perhaps you aren't afforded earlier in life? I think it's always nice to be part of something and part of a group of people who have a kind of common interest, you know, in the same way that sort of people join a religion or do things. It's actually to belong to something. Well, Will's a Mormon now. Are you? Mm. Oh, yes, I'm actually rather offended by all of this. Um, <laughs> so I think it's... And, and, I was a shaker before that. I know that's furniture. Um, Quaker. 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 <laughs> Would you say it's changed your life? Yes. I mean, that kind of sounds dramatic, I suppose. But at a point when I was feeling a little bit, you know, kind of having come out of a relationship and I sort of my whole life was sort of had to reposition myself. And I think that just going there and sort of meeting a really nice bunch of new guys, having it's quite a nice bit of structure, you know, sort of every Saturday mornings and you can't go out and get wasted on a Friday night because we've got to be at the docks at 7.30 to row. I think it's brilliant. I think anything that... I have started doing these classes, exercise classes. I know that's a phrase that was left in the 80s, but I'm revisiting it. <laughs> well, if you're going to wear a leotard... Along with Thin Lizzy. I am wearing a leotard for sure. Um, <laughs> Aerobics. So, so less of that. Um, I, I, um, you know, I like connecting with people through sport. Come and join us down at the docks. I can't. These legs are insured for so much. I just, <laughs> I'm going on a date with a rower. Did you? It's probably, no, I'm going on a date this week. It's probably, probably a member. It must be. Who is it? This is the guy. He looks a bit like Daniel Craig. Oh, it is Daniel Craig. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I don't know him. You don't know him? He's quite handsome, though. He's handsome. Yeah. Thuggish with pretty eyes. Yeah. Right up Good my street. Good luck for your And he'll have strong legs. He will have strong legs. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I did. I can't even get upstairs. No, I don't. If, I don't he's, if, he, if he's fucked everyone on the team, I'm not going on a date. <laughs> <laughs> So that was Alex. What a lovely chap. When the interview finished, Alex mentioned a website called outforsport.com and you can find a variety of teams and sports that you can... Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. It's like a really broad spectrum. So like swimming, badminton, London lads, gay bowling. Hello? I would go to badminton. I used to be very good at badminton. Yeah. I was good at badminton. I would absolutely love to have a game of badminton with you. Can we wear all white? I'll wear my Fred Perry shorts. The key thing is to get the outfit perfect, arrive, sit on a bench and talk for the entire time and leave without a single shuttlecock flying anywhere. Oh, there's a group called Alpha Male Dancers. Gosh, it's just for part what? of What? Alpha Male Dancers? Okay, I need yeah. to go. That's what I'm doing. That's my wormhole. Wormhole of the week... Uh, mine started at the Archers and ended up with the best snatch game drag moments on um, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and what got you between those two milestones? 
I have absolutely no idea, apart from maybe the fact that Linda Snell is slightly like a drag queen in The Archers. But anyway, the best Snatch game for me was Katia doing uh, Bjork. Just so funny. I'm just looking it up. It's so funny. Snatch game is the main challenge where contestants showcase their best celebrity impersonations in a game show setting. The Bjork one, she's genius. What is your wormhole of the week? My wormhole of the week was videos of kids hearing for the first time <gasps> started at which is kids who are deaf being having like their cochlear implants turned on and they hear the world and it is utterly heartbreaking like some of them are like three-year-olds four-year-olds but some of them are babies and this baby is so little and you see the ear implant being turned on and they hear for the first time and the baby's crying and then suddenly it stops and you just see all the emotions going through their face and then they become they look really happy and they're smiling and it's just beautiful then you get into like the sidebar then starts to tell you other things so then it's like where I ended up was a woman who is marrying her husband but her husband has a son so during the wedding she does the vows to her husband then she does vows to her stepson and I just cried and cried because they make you cry. They're so good. If yeah. I want a good weep, I just watch them. Yeah, and there's the one with the, the, it's always dogs. So like when the dog meets his owner that comes back from war and goes absolutely oh mental God. in the airport, I'm, I'm off, I'm off, I'm off. Oh and then there's God. the dogs and then it's dogs meeting their new member of the family. So like the, the you know, they bring a baby home and what the dogs do with the baby mm. and how they curl up next to them. I mean, it's just it's amazing. That so yeah, is, weepy wormhole. Weepy wormhole. Rate and reviews. Hit me with the final Ooh. ones. So lots of reviews this week. John Boy Fraser. The trouble with Homo sapiens is, is that the hosts Will and Chris are just so personable that if our paths were to ever cross, I'm terrified that I would make a complete overfamiliar idiot of myself. As a listener, you really do feel you're sat at the kitchen table with Will in a jumpsuit and Chris in a chunky pool, pouring the coffee, castigating the dogs and ruminating on life. I like that I'm thought of as having a chunky sweater. You like a chunky sweater, don't you? And you love a jumpsuit and I want to get into a jumpsuit. Darren Beggs has been in touch. I've been a dedicated listener since day one. Mm, Someone's sucking up. And saved the weekly podcast for my commute. I couldn't possibly choose a favourite episode. Darren. However, the introduction to Jack Munro and her 29 chickpea curry has changed my life well William what do we like to do we like to change lives and we like Mm. scented candles both easily posted Janie Juju says I'm a bit behind but I've just listened to now outsiders and in the least patronising way it melted my heart I found the whole initiative fascinating will you be my friends absolutely we are friends already in some ways Thomas says dear Chris and Will I only came across your podcast last week but I've been binging are you on my fantasy dinner party list We'll um, come, as long as there's Angel Delight. I don't know why I'm obsessed with Angel Delight at the moment. Well, it's nutritious and delicious, I think. <laughs> Butterscotch <laughs> flavour. William, anything jumping out at you? I like the fantasy, you'll be my fantasy dinner, I just think. So that is Thomas. So Thomas, you are binge listening currently. So as you reach this, please do get in touch at hello at homosapienspodcast.com and send us your address and your size and post office extraordinaire William Robert Young will post you a t-shirt with his own fair hand yes
all that is left to say is tune in because Thursday is our last episode of the season two of Homo Sapiens with Francis Lee. I know it's okay, it's okay. Francis Lee, who wrote and directed God's Own Country, and uh, so I thought he was amazing. Very pleased to have him as our final interviewee. Mm-hmm. I suddenly thought of something. You know what we're going to be doing when this series is now finished? Yeah. Well, we will be going to some gay prides in Europe, won't we? <gasps> we're going to Euro Pride in Stockholm. Stockholm, and then we're going to go to Austria, and we're going to make a special limited edition Homo Sapiens t-shirt to wear for Gay Pride. And it's going to have a picture of Millsy's face on the back. (laughs) With eggs splattered all over her. Leave that to me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Powered by Spirit Studios.